Hello and welcome to Rewritten, the world team podcast where our workers get to share what God is doing in their ministry, in their lives, and the lives of those they're witnessing to around the world. In this episode, you'll get to hear from several world team missionaries about Bible passages, stories, and lessons that God has taught them in their ministry journey. We'll first hear from Bill and Priscilla, who will share a couple Bible verses that have carried them through their many years in ministry in the Dominican Republic. It's Philippians 1.6, for I'm convinced of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it to the day of Christ Jesus. And I have seen that take place over again in my life. The things that I've begun, God has been faithful, and he's the one that does all the perfecting. I don't have to worry about that. I just have to be faithful, and that he will bring it to to, to fruition. So that's been a, always been a favorite verse of mine. And, you know, and then we just keep going until the day of Christ Jesus. I think um, also the verse that talks about he's doing above and beyond all that we could ask or think has come back to us many times when we've been surprised at God's you know, not just his faithfulness, but above and beyond what we could ask and mm-hmm. think, you know, and you re- you realize that sometimes you pray for something that is really small in comparison with what God wants to do. He yeah. wants to do something much bigger. Yeah. So sometimes he's surprised us with those big things that he's yeah. done above and beyond. And we've seen that, especially all the way through the lives of our kids and our family being raised. And, and the, we've asked our them, spiritual kids, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> we've asked them, you know, do you have any regrets? Dad, we have no regrets about living our whole life in the Dominican Republic. So we just know that the Lord has been good to us and blessed us beyond what we deserve. Mm -hmm. Next, we'll hear from Jerry and Carolyn, who will share some of their experiences and Bible verses that have carried them through their time, both in France and with World Team Australia. Two images come to mind. The first is um, an image, I think, I'm not the only one maybe who has had this image. It's not necessarily a biblical image, but it's an image I think the Lord has given me um, and perhaps other people as well. And that's the image of often I lay my burdens, my heavy knapsack of difficulties, of struggles at Jesus' feet, Um, but then I sometimes feel the necessity to go back and pick some of those things up again and carry those things on. And I sense Jesus's hand on my shoulder and saying, let it go. Uh, Trust me. And I think the second thing was be in that idea of letting go and trust me. All we have to do is for us to look back at our life and see time and time again. Um, There are many, many stories, times where financially we didn't think we were going to make it and somebody sent a gift. People that we prayed for and um, we ministered to and it didn't seem as if they were following the Lord and they show up on our doorstep and God has done a miracle in their life and we're not necessarily part of that miracle. It's outside of us. It's God working in them. Uh, It's us being faithful, but God working in them. Just even the stories of of what we've seen already in Australia, the people that he's placed in our path, the, the finances that he's provided for World Team Australia, 
And so all we have to do is look back at the, those stories in our life. I think sometimes it would be good for me to have a gallery of photos, a hallway of remembrances of how God has provided, because sometimes I quickly forget. And sometimes I need to walk through that gallery of photos of how God has taken care of our family. And not just of our family, but our larger world team family and seeing the miracles of how he's taking care of our members of world team as well and the stories that they've shared with us. So that's been a huge encouragement to me as we move forward and confidence knowing that we've walked a good deal of the path already with God that I don't need to know the next steps. I just know that um, God's got me covered. A few days ago, I was reading the story where Jesus is in front of a crowd and he says, if you want to be my disciple, you need to take up your cross and follow me. And, and I, I was struck because he's talking to a crowd of people who probably wanted to be his disciples and he's giving them the criteria. And out of the blue, I think for them, this idea of a cross, the idea of picking up an instrument of torture and, and execution to follow him. And I and began to think, what does that mean? And it, and it struck me that the, the man who has to pick up his cross and walk towards his place of execution doesn't have any projects anymore. The projects are all laid out for him. There's only one place to go and only one thing to do. And I thought, you know, that really is the image of a disciple. It's not having projects of your own. It's simply taking up the project that's been giving you and going to that one place that God has prepared to you and doing it there. As we have lived out our ministry through our life as church planters, as director of, France, of the France field, and now as, as directors in Australia, that's been the thing. There simply has been jobs that have, laid out, that have been laid out before us. We, have, we don't have a whole lot to do other than to take up our cross and go and do that because it's been laid out. God knows what he wants us to do and it's our job only just to, to act. Next, we'll hear from Dylan, who we talked to before his first term in Spain. Dylan references Psalm 37, 23, and 24, which reads, The steps of a man are established by the Lord, when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I think one recently, as far as scripture goes, that comes come to my mind, uh, it's funny because I memorize it in Spanish, but um, it's Psalms 37, 23, and 24. But just the reality of understanding of His sovereignty and grace was a big part of my reformation of Christian mentality. Scripture, getting back, and I think that's what it really boils down to, getting back to the God of the Bible, that uh, He desires for us to know these qualities of Him for our um, counsel for our for our comfort uh, to know that his spirit is the one guiding us through it and so when uh, things are difficult in a physical sense on an emotional sense it's a great opportunity and it's a great advantage to me in those times to see what God is displacing some kind of idol that I'm looking for for peace with which is himself and so at those times I think that's something of understanding that He's ordaining every step I take. Um, even the ones in which I fall and the ones in which even I may blunder in or screw up, that though He's not the one responsible for that by His grace is a means of getting me to the end that He desires for me. Lastly, we'll hear from Chelsea as she shares how Colossians 1 has helped her during her journey in Cambodia. 
I've heard people say, for every look at yourself, you have to take 10 looks at Jesus. And I think that's been so true for me that when I look at myself and how am I doing, where can I pat myself on the back, where am I not measuring up, it's just this quick downward spiral that I probably feel more quickly overseas than I feel in the US. Uh, but when I come back to who is Jesus, what is Jesus doing in my life, what does the Bible promise about Jesus and about my relationship with God? It just refreshes me and grounds me again. So one passage that I've really appreciated the past year is Colossians 1, where it talks about the supremacy of the Son of God. So it says, the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. In him, all things were created. He is before all things. In him, all things hold together. Just that promise, in him, all things hold together. I can feel like so many of aspects of my life are about to fly out of the solar system into <laughs> some other realm and I can't hold it all together and I'm so glad that he does and that he is the reason that I'm in Cambodia. He is the reason that I'm alive and he's able to hold all these different aspects of my life, my community together even when I have no clear where, where this is going. A special thank you to all of our workers who we've heard from today, and thank you for listening to Rewritten. We hope to bring you more stories of God's work around the world very soon. For more information on World Team and its ministries, visit us.worldteam.org.